Sean Sewell, Gamer.com Podcast. This is a recap episode, as well as something to look forward to in the next two weeks from Gamer.com writers and myself. So, you got notes this time, so I'll just ramble on forever, make this concise and to the point, and hopefully find benefit in this and something that might excite you for upcoming adventures outdoors or with fitness or just pique your curiosity. So, first and foremost, recapping. About two weeks ago, I had on my mentor and friend, Brett Jones, for the second time. Now, if you are new to Brett Jones, um, let me fill you in. He is, to me and most of my colleagues, uh, incredible inspiration. He's a leader in the fitness, health, and wellness industry. He's part of FMS, the director of education for Strong First, which is my education for the kettlebells behind me right here, and the basis for my business. Uh, FMS Functional Movement Systems is how we screen people for movement. He is a awesome human being and a wealth of knowledge. And we talk about him surviving cancer, a very heartfelt discussion on that. And he, he drops a lot of wisdom and just great quotes. One of my favorite quotes from him, we are all, we are all facing a battle that no one else will ever know about. And I think my interpretation of that is, all of us, you, me, everybody you've ever met, is going through something that we may never know about unless we ask them about it or they tell us about it. And I'm definitely part of that situation. There's plenty of stuff I'm dealing with, and I will open up in the next podcast about that. And just let that sink in for a second before we jump to conclusions with other people or compare ourselves to other people or pass judgment. <clears throat> Hopefully that sinks in. And also on comparison, it's a good quote. Um, comparison is a thief of joy. So please don't compare yourself to other people uh, as better or lesser than other people, especially not lesser. We're all on the same page doing best we can. It may appear on social media that some people are doing better than others in some categories, but please, it's all in context. I'm sure that they have their own battles as well. Uh, So I'll get off my soapbox there and back onto track. So that's a great episode. Please check it out. Brett Jones is an awesome person. We also had a podcast with Ombras. Ombras is the armless sunglasses. You might have seen the YouTube video we put together for them. Basically, they take the lenses, very high-quality Zeiss lenses, and then they put a nylon um, strap behind it. See how they like a built-in retention system, like a, like a croquis. If you do rafting, you know what that is. It just kind of keeps your shades in place, so you don't have to worry about them falling off. Also, it's very comfortable. And we talk about, this is really close to my home because my sister had brain cancer, but... Um, people who have had surgeries or, or, you know, major surgeries on their head, sunglasses don't feel good in those areas. So these have been very helpful to people while going through some tough times, for sure. And also the optics are fantastic. Polarized glass or polarized lenses, and they can do prescription uh, base as well. All right. Some cool reviews. Uh, literally cool. I'm, I'm wearing some cool gear they sent over. Hopefully get some fly fishing in here soon. Test out their uh, sun shirt. Mountain Hardware Core Pre-Shell Jacket. So we did the, the hoodie version review two years ago. Um, use that in the, the sand dunes down here in Colorado, which are a majestic. It's like a, a desert in the middle of 14ers. It's really worth checking out. It's, it's, a, it's a national park. It's great. So um, the hoodie was fantastic, but with all hoodies, especially lightweight ones, if you're not using the hood and wind comes through, it flaps around, and that can be irritating. You know, if you're out hiking, you just put the hood into the to the jacket and you're good to go. But if you're in the city and you want to look more, um, I don't know, not like a dirt bag, it's nice to have no hood, just have a regular collar. 
so they sent over the the jacket which just came out i think this week or last week so if you're curious about that how it looks how it fits i have a review on that on ingamer.com and our youtube channel as well vasque we've done a lot of work with vasque as you probably see and they make great hiking shoes and boots usually with like a vibram sole and gore-tex liners or proprietary waterproof breathable liners and so they kind of venture into a different territory with this the shoe they sent over it's more of a after shoe after you're hiking after you're backpacking after in my case split boarding or after training it's called a satoru mock it's a mesh sock-like structure that kind of slips onto your foot and i used it without socks which is nice because i it's getting hot it's gonna be 85 degrees here in denver today that's flipping hot to me so of course i'm going camping find some snow camp in the snow cool off but the Satoru Mach is very comfortable for putting on after activities they're like seven ounces so pretty pretty lightweight so you could take it backpacking or especially car camping and then I use it for training in the gym of course swinging the kettlebells and doing the t-rex and all the fun stuff we do good stuff got a review on that <clears throat> speaking of more fitness stuff sorry I just woke up um, decathlon sent over a spin bike it's just out of frame and my wife and I have been using the heck out of it for like two months so we really gave it a fair shakedown we use spin bikes in the gym I don't I'm a fan of using spin bikes for my clients but for my own like long slow duration cardio it's okay to like zone out and just do some spin bike so uh, and then there's of course there's Peloton there I went to Costco to try and find some comparison there's a pretty nice one for like $900 there's a Schwinn for like $900 this decathlon's 500 bucks most of the features you might not get a screen but uh you probably have a tablet or an ipad and it has a perfect slot right there for it great and it works it's got like a 40 pound 18 kilogram flywheel so that's that's legit and then of course uh oh patagonia this is cool so before engagement started i've always wanted the black hole backpack that's like I always wanted I, I've seen them I'm like that that's a good-looking backpack I, I would love to, to have one to use one and then about a month and a half ago Patagonia and they sent over some stuff to first review of course and in it was the black hole 32 liter backpack and I was like had a moment where I just got a little teary-eyed and a little lump in the throat and I was like holy moly like it's it's worked it's manifested like the backpack I've wanted to use for the last 10 years showed up <laughs> and it lived up to my expectations I'm using it currently it's out of frame but it's uh it's not made out of recycled fishing nets so that's that's great that's super great so we have a, a, a glowing review on the Patagonia black hole 32 they also sent over the torrent shell rain pan so two years ago I believe again we were the first company to put out the review on the torrent shell three-layer uh, jacket again made from recycled fishing nets i love it they're taking fishing nets out of the ocean that are just causing havoc for all the animals and for us and they take it out clean it up recycle it and make stuff out of it awesome job patagonia so the torrent shell budget friendly three-layer waterproof breathable packable pant goes really well with the torrent shell jacket i think all in you can get that set up for like 260 bucks for a waterproof jacket and pant They'll take on anything you can throw at it, plus made out of recycled fishing nets. Awesome stuff. And then my friend Andrew on the East Coast, who's actually doing his first 100K ultra uh, race right now. So Andrew, go, man. Good for you. You're an awesome guy. Uh, did the Ultra Lone Peak um, review. Ultra Lone Peak 5, I believe. So he's our long-distance runner <laughs> in the group. I barely run. I only run if I have to chase the dogs. But... 
on the other end of the spectrum, Andrew out there on the East Coast is just kicking butt. And then um, see the summit. So water, when you're camping or doing anything outside and you carry water, how do you usually carry it? You carry water bottles? Well, I do. I always have water bottles. But how do you carry a lot of water? You can get the traditional big blue thing you get at REI that all of us probably have one of those and then forget to clean it. It gets a little funky. Or you can have a cooler, of course. We have, oh, we have so many coolers. Oh, stay tuned for the Dometic uh, 55 liter cooler solar panel from Renogy and their uh, PB40 battery. I'm actually going to shoot that tonight when we're camping. Back to how do you store water? Well, I was really stoked when Cedar Summit sent over their new Water Cell X um, 10 liter water bladder. I'm, I'm impressed because one, doesn't take up much space and 10 liters is enough for me and my family for my wife and my two dogs for two days easily right and it stores up really small it's not like a big huge container it's uh, a pliable durable 400 denier um, material and it slides in anywhere you want to I, I have it actually kind of wedged between a couple of bags in my truck and it, it sits there perfectly and then when you want to use it you just pull it up onto a tree branch. In my case, I put it on top of my, uh, my roof rack on top of the forerunner and just let it dangle there and then fill up the water bottles from my, my, my friends, uh, my dogs, water bowls, and we're good to go. And then also it's got a shower nozzle so you can use it as a, a drip shower. Pretty sweet. So we have reviews on all of those up and, uh, you can check those out on ingirma.com. Also on this YouTube channel, if you're watching this, uh, podcast video, hopefully you find it entertaining. It's fun because every time I do a meeting with, um, I don't know, say Gore-Tex or whoever, and we hop on the Zoom or whatever we're using, and they see the background, everybody always asks, and I love explaining to them what the background is all about. So I have to give credit to my wife for creating the background. So, and we're all doing Zooms and stuff, right? So a really easy way to showcase who you are is in your background, whether it's your family, that fish you caught, some trophies you've accumulated or earned, or a book you wrote, or whatever it is. Like, it's really nice to just have some character behind you. And if I know not everybody can do that in a situation, but if you can, it's nice. So people have something to look at in the background, like, oh, that's a talking point. What, what is that book? Well, that's Pavel's book, The Quick and the Dead. I'm on page 43. What is that right there? Oh, that's a book I wrote on splitboarding. Again, it's not a good book. Um, in fact, oh, this is kind of a fun tangent. Criticism, <laughs> all right. I get a lot of criticism. I used to take it very personally, and then I realized a lot of people are just looking for reaction. Sometimes it's positive criticism, like you, your audio sucks, get a lapel microphone, and I agree. Or your video sucks, and I agree, because I was shooting on an iPhone on the, the wrong side of the camera. So now we have professional cameras, and now we have professional lavalier wireless microphones. You know, we, we get better. Here's a camera, for example. <clears throat> Went from an iPhone to this. If you know what this is, this is the G9 with the 1.7, 10 to 25. You know, it's a significant investment. It took took a long time to get there, but I want to create stuff, content, video, and audio that is not only helpful, but also sounds good and looks good. So tool like this, Rode Wireless microphone, gets the job done. So back to positive criticism. All for it, all for growing, but oftentimes there's some criticism out there that just makes you hurt, to be honest. Just hurts. So back to my book. So I, this book has been out since 2017, and how it started was 
there's a website called Mass Drop. I think it's called Drop now. And they asked me to write a piece on splitboarding. So I wrote like a 3,000 word piece and put some pictures up. And it was really well received. Had a lot of questions. And I wrote down all the questions. I was like, God, this is, this is really, this is helpful for myself to learn how to help people. And also people are, are receiving it well. And so I thought to myself, this could be a, an ebook. So I put together an ebook. And um, mostly it's, it's a lot of cool pictures, a lot of videos. There's interviews in there with Jeremy Jones. Yes, that Jeremy Jones, the splitboarding legend. There's videos from professional guides, my friend Justin Ibarra on what he keeps in his survival pack, inside his splitboarding backpack, what is in his first aid kit, how to transition uh, from ski mode to, to snowboard mode. Uh, there's videos on me going over different gear, like different gear reviews on bindings, Spark R&D, Karakorum, um, what kind of boots to use, what kind of skins. Um, it's very detailed, right? It's been really well received over the last four and a half years. And uh, it's on Amazon, don't buy it. Um, well, you could buy it, but I'll send you the, the better copy. I actually broke Amazon Kindle. Uh, I didn't like physically break it in half. When I submitted the book, it was too much hyperlinks and too much um, videos for their platform, the KDP, uh, Kindle Direct Publishing Platform. So it actually took three months for them to build a team somewhere in the world, built a team, re-engineered KDP to allow books like this to, to work. So I hope that by me challenging the system, breaking it, them fixing it has allowed other people to create books like this. What I mean by this is it's like 55 pages, not big, but each page has got abundance of, of video and big pictures that you can blow up. Like there's a picture of me at Mount Shuxin, which is a gorgeous mountain. It's like 20 megabytes. So I'd like for you, like you can blow it up. In fact, on the other side of the wall, my wife for my birthday and Christmas, almost the same day, made like a seven foot by eight foot blow up of that. So you can do the same with those pictures too, because they're that high of quality. I wanted to like give you National Geographic level content. Anywho, back to criticism. So I go on Amazon and I'm just going through to see if I need to moderate anything. You, you can't moderate on Amazon. On Facebook, you can moderate. On YouTube, I can moderate. So if something is really horrible, I can say spam or I can reply or I can delete. And so on Amazon, you can't. You're up to the mercy of Amazon which is really weird because I've done reviews for Amazon products and I submit it and then they reject it. And I'm like, why would you reject it? There's a picture of me using this thing. There's a video of me using this thing. Here's like three paragraphs of how I used it, why I like this or why I didn't like this. And um, I'm a verified purchaser, but I don't know if there's an algorithm that I don't understand, but whatever. Anyways, there's three reviews in my book. It went from five star reviews, which I was really stoked on to like one and a half star. And I was like, what in the heck? Each review was a person who didn't purchase the book and just scathing reviews. I was like, oh, that hurts, right? So I took it very personal because I, I put a lot into the book. And I know it was a content creator. You can't take these things personal, right? And there's a book called The Four Agreements. And uh, one of the four agreements is don't take it personal. I took it pretty personal last week. Got pretty down myself. And then there was a, a comment on YouTube um, again, just like this, like the person didn't watch the video. They just left something pretty, pretty scathing. And in there I was like, I'm not going to engage. This is a troll comment. So I just deleted it. And then there was another incident that, uh, it really got under my skin. So I had a lot of self doubt last week is what I'm trying to be honest with you. I had a lot of self doubt 
And um, it took me a few days to like pull myself out of the situation and realize and be a little curious. Like the person, the people on Amazon wrote the comments, didn't purchase the book. They didn't read it. So it wasn't an honest review. The person on YouTube didn't watch the video. So it wasn't an honest review or criticism. And the other incident was on me. I perceived something incorrectly. I got very sensitive and I, I assumed, which is again, where the foregrounds don't assume. I assumed the other company, other other people involved were unhappy with the service. turns out, no, they were on vacation <laughs> and they came back and they're like, oh my goodness, that was a great, you know, um, working environment, working situation. Super excited to, to work with you going forward. I'm like, all right. So two of the four agreements right there. Um, don't take it personal and don't assume. And then the other one, uh, speak with a golden tongue, which is always say nice things. Don't talk crap. And uh, I'll let you read the book to get the fourth one. So some some homework for you if you want. It's a short book worth reading, worth gifting too. All right, done with the the tangents, I believe. Some things to look forward to. Oh, there's a lot to look forward to. Back to like goosebump manifesting. My first really good everyday carry knife was a gift from my uncle, Jim Kirkhoff. It was about 15 years ago. It was a Benchmade knife. I still have it. I, I have it in my at the very front of our home to open up packages. It, I use it every day. But on my person, I carry a less expensive knife, still made in America, a Kershaw EDC. Is, I think this is a scallion. And this is the one I gift to all my friends. So everybody gets either a tactical pen or a knife for their birthday. So if you know me in person, get ready to get a knife or a pen. Long story longer, uh, Benchmade, made in Oregon, made here in the USA, super high quality. Yesterday, I go to get to the mail, and in the mail is <laughs> a Benchmade. This is the brand new bug out carbon fiber. Um, it's a nice knife. So we'll have this review up real soon. If you're watching, or if you're not watching the video, it's it's a carbon fiber knife, and it is lighter than my Kershaw, which is two thirds the size. So it's a really nice knife. It's also three hundred dollars. Now, other things working on mirror. Great company. They sent over some water bottles. And actually, as my fitness business, Colorado Personal Fitness, I would purchase uh, 10 mere water bottles at a time, and then I would gift them to my my training students and clients. So I was already a big fan of Mir. Everything you purchase from Mir has a giving code. So you put the code in, and you can see where your your funds are going to to help people with drinking water and and other really and bicycles and other cool um, programs that Mir does. And um, great company. So we're starting to work with Mir on some stuff. Costa Del Mar, some new shades coming out. Um, I, I was just wearing my Costas. And I was like, I'm about ready to give them to, to a friend. I was like, I could really use a new pair of shades. So Costa, hooking it up. This is really cool. So we do a lot of work with Patagonia, North Face, Solomon, all the brands you see, like a lot of good brands. One brand we have not worked with very much in the last three or four years is Arcteryx. And uh, if you know gear, you know Arcteryx, right? So um, on a whim, out of nowhere, it's like two days ago, I was like, we really need to work with Deadbird again. I need to make that happen. No no more than five minutes later, I get an email, PR company, Arcteryx. Sure as heck, we're working with Arcteryx now. So a lot to look forward to there. To my bow hunter and hunter friends out there, I know it's a very, it's, it. you guys are outside, you uh, pay money for your URL tags and it, this goes to help us outdoor users as well so anybody who's a hiker backpacker backcountry skier a fisherman or fisherwoman we all benefit from hunters so we have to give credit to that for sure 
And also they look at gear a lot like how us backpackers and campers and hikers look at gear. They're looking for a lightweight, bow hunters especially, lightweight, durable, well-made uh, gear. So a company that keeps popping up on my radar is Kuai, K-U-I-U. And again, they reached out to us last week to work together on some projects. So that's really, really awesome. That'll help a lot of people who are backpacking uh, with big kits or light kits coming back with a big kit, hopefully, right? Come back with some, you know, something you track down. And so this is going to hit a really cool part of the, of the audience right here. Hoka sent over some really cool shoes that come out in the fall. They're, as always, Hoka is like walking and running on clouds. They're really nice. Um, Decathlon. Oh, this is really fun. So again, Decathlon is this French company. They're really, really big in Europe, like huge. And they're just getting their foot in the door over here in America about the last year, year and a half. And um, for the last three summers, we've been working with them on their tent reviews. So they send over their two-second tent. It, it takes more than two seconds to pop up. But if done perfectly, I can see it being two seconds. It took me like 30 seconds. Still really fast, right? So they sent over the newest version. So it, depending on where we camped on that, if we're in the snow, I'm not going to use it. But if we can find dirt, hopefully not mud, uh, then I will have a teaser video on that up tonight. And then they sent over an Airbeam tent. Now I've I've, we've used one other Airbeam tent, and that was from Nemo, and that was like seven years ago. And we are impressed, but we haven't seen a whole lot of other tents using Airbeams. This is actually a very large, it's a four person. It looks like a six person to me because I'm, I'm, you know, more backpacker style as opposed to like glamping huge style. So this is in the middle. It's, it's a big tent. It's like 15 to 20 pounds, or maybe 22 pounds. It's big. And um, so that'll be coming up here next probably month because here in May, the snow's melting. Some camp spots might have dirt. <laughs> they do. That'll be up sooner. And then as I teased earlier, Dometic. Thank you, Dometic. They sent over um, the PB40, which is a lithium iron, lithium something battery, about 40 hours of, of life for the cooler. Um, and then I, I went out and purchased, and I have a pro deal for you to share with you for rented you for 10% off, um, a solar panel. And then I, <laughs> I glued it to the top of my roof nest tent in a snowstorm. You shouldn't glue things in a snowstorm, but that's what we're doing. We are dirt bags over here. It, it hasn't flown off and it's been three weeks. So it looks ghetto, but I don't care. Uh, it's on top of the roof. Nobody's going to look there unless they're above me, which could happen. And then it, it trickles back into the back of the forerunner, into the battery. The battery goes into the cooler, and I've got I've got power to spare. So I'm going to put an inverter in there so I can power up friends' laptops or cameras or, I don't know, a toaster. Probably not a toaster. Maybe a crockpot. I've got a lot of power. I'm power rich. So if we're camping around, if we're camping together, i got power for you. Um, Brio stove. Oh, this thing is huge. It's awesome. It's like 65 pounds. So... I went to go shoot the video for this and I forgot the firewood. Um, uh, that was embarrassing, but uh, I'll get this up really soon. It's, it's such a cool stove. It has a sear plate. It's beautiful. Made in Pennsylvania, made here in America. Again, I'm not anti other countries. Please. No, I'm just pro get gear made close to home. I don't care where you live in the world. If you can support a business close to you, that's the best path in my opinion. And then, Oh, yeah, Patagonia. Uh, the last piece of kit I'm testing for them is their Alpine Pant. It's brand new for the spring 21 season. Um, yeah, it's stretchy, stretchy pants for climbing. Good stuff. 
I believe that gets you caught up and I believe that's almost half an hour. That's a lot of information to process. Uh, if you're listening this far, thank you for making it all the way through. Hopefully any one of these 30 things I've mentioned, uh, might got you, might've gotten you a little bit excited. Um, the podcast with Brett Jones, I would recommend checking out. I think anybody with any background will find value in it. Not just fitness, not just, uh, cancer survivors, not just outdoor recreation, but he drops some wisdom that's very applicable and very helpful. And yeah, I will, uh, I'll have another episode up next week, a really heavy episode. Um, I'll give you a bit of a preview on it. Uh, it'll be the why and the, the, the why I, I do engagement, why I do Cobalt Personal Fitness, what led me on that path, and the passing of my family and how I've used that as motivation to, to serve you guys, to, to help people with their health and fitness and wellness and to get everybody outside and get them stoked on the gear that helps them enjoy the outdoors even more with their friends and their family. So it'll be a heavy episode, but it's been long overdue. And I think it'd be extremely relevant for some listeners out there. So anyways, love you guys for listening all the way through this. Uh, hit me up with any questions, sean at engearment.com. Until next time, take care.